This is Shauna Lopez, and you are entering the Seriously Shauna Experience, an Ultimate Christian Podcast Network production. What is up, y'all? Hello, my little chickadees. I have missed you so. So where have you been? What has been going on? Oh, I'll get ready to tell you where I've been. I appreciate all of you checking in on me, emailing me, comment. Where are you? Why don't we have an episode? I mean, I physically have people coming up to me and asking me why there has not been an episode these last two weeks. I'm getting ready to tell you. This is Seriously Shauna. I am your host, Shauna Lopez. Thank you for joining me today. Listen, y'all. I will t- I Do you know what I've been doing? I have been busy dying, okay? This is serious, y'all. I Doctor's appointments for the middle age are not what they used to be. When I remember when I was young, I would go to the doctor. They would barely take my blood pressure. They would hand me a trophy for the healthiest female in the 19 to 24 age category. Do you, like, that's what would happen to me. It was fantastic when I would go to the doctor as a kid. I used to love going to the doctor. Why? Because they would always tell me, you are doing a fantastic job, Shauna. Keep doing what you're doing, girl. And let me tell you what I used to do. When I would get home from school, this is a true story, y'all. When I would get home from the store, I used to make me every single day one of those little chocolate with chocolate icing stir frost cake. It's y'all, let me for those young people, I have teenagers that listen to this show. Teenagers, this was the greatest thing you ever did see in your life. Y'all don't have this today. Y'all don't have anything like this. So here's what it was. It was a box. And you would pull out of this box another little tray. It was a, a disposable pan. Okay? And you would put the mix that was in it, you would add some water and stir it up, and you would bake that thing in an oven for like 15 minutes. Then it came with a packet of icing, and you would ice it, and you had your own personal mini cake every day. I had a chocolate cake every single day. I never drank water if I was on fire, I would not. I would ask for a Dr. Pepper when I was a kid. Do you understand me? This is how I lived my life. And every time I would go to the doctor, they would say, well done, good and faithful servant. Mm-hmm. They don't do that no more. They don't do that anymore. And it is traumatizing, y'all. It is traumatizing. In fact, now... Every time I go, I'm telling you the truth. Every time I go, it's Shauna. This is really possibly potentially life-threatening. Don't be alarmed. Everything is a thing now. I don't make it a thing. Please know this. I'm not talking about those people who make everything a thing. I don't make everything. I'm telling you right now to your face. Do not misunderstand what I'm saying here. I do not go looking for things. In fact, if I never had to go to the doctor again, I would be a happy person. 
It's I do the right, I go to the doctor and they, they knock me out of the knees, y'all, every time. That's what happened to me. And then, and then when you're high risk, because they put me, now I'm in a high risk category, you understand? High risk? The only thing I used to be high risk for was for being awesome. Uh, okay. Like, I used to be high risk for overachieving, but whatever. Not now. Now I'm high risk for everything known to man. I am the healthiest sick person alive. It's, I, I spend two full hours every day exercising on purpose. I exercise for two hours a day on purpose. Even that's not what it used to be. I remember back in the day, strut my little stuff at the gym. Oh, yes, I would. Little ponytail, you hear me? Little weights, <laughs> you know, really getting out. And then all, everybody just walked by. And I'm not trying to entice men. I'm not trying to draw men unto me. That's not what I'm saying. But you know, when you look good, you can't help it. You understand? You can't help but draw it. So I'm not talking about that. But now, now I get this old guy who he is about as wide as he is tall. And he's so puffed up, like his skin is so expanded, he thinks it's muscle. No, baby. No, baby. That's too much Taco Bell, honey. That's all that is. But he's the one who walks by me 20 times during the gym. Please stop. I'm, this is not, you're making me sad. No, it ain't the young guys no more. It's the pop belly pig that keeps walking by me. Go away. Ooh. I don't mean, I'm not trying to be, listen, he's at the gym. Let's give him his props. But I, I'm just telling you, that's where I am in my life. That's where I am in my life now. That's who I'm drawing to myself. But I really am the healthiest sick person there is. I don't mean to be. I drink the recommended amount of water every single day. Do you hear me? I do. I eat every vegetable there is to eat. I drink vegetables for Pete's sake. Ugh. I don't, I don't partake. I don't eat. I don't partake in toxins in any way, shape, or form. But first of all, I have a question. What in the world even is a toxin? I, I'm going to need a solid universal definition of this word. Do you hear me? This word is bantied around so much. Don't take in toxins. That's toxic. This cleanses the toxins from your body. I mean, I don't even know what it means. Because, first of all, I don't even trust y'all because y'all used to tell me smoking was legit. Do you hear me? You used to tell me that was okay. So I don't, I don't even know how y'all come to these conclusions. Furthermore, I'm told that milk is a toxin now. Milk. That it's a carcinogen. I don't eat, I don't even eat it now. It's a carcinogen. Cynexogen. Oh gosh, these words. And so I can't drink milk now or eat cheese because it's potentially toxic to my body. Okay, so I don't. I I remember when I was a kid, do y'all? When I was a kid, fluoride was an absolute necessity. Or your teeth would fall out of your face. This is a true story. 
I'll never forget going to the dentist as a kid. You have got to make sure her toothpaste has fluoride in it or her teeth will rot out of her mouth. Now, now, moms will picket your house if you have toothpaste in your fluoride. Oh, wait, fluoride in your tooth. Hey, either way, moms will literally boycott you as a person if you have this toxin in your toothpaste, in your home, in your water. It, people have lost it. Well, now even water is toxic. Do you hear me? Even water. Like I say, I drink all my water every day. Well, what kind of water do you drink? Do you drink filtered water? Do you drink that stuff the city gives you? Because the city is loaded with toxins. But they tell me it's filtered. Oh, it's filtered, all right. And they take every stinking mineral out of it. Now it's no good for you. What is happening? Do you realize that there is pee in all water? Do you hear what I'm saying to you? I think I'm good with a little fluoride, okay? Back off of me. Oh, I'm getting riled up, y'all. I'm getting riled up. Listen, I'm a rested person. I take a vitamin regimen that is two pages long, y'all. In fact, they ask me, you know how they tell you when you go to the doctor, they say, hey, can you be here 15 minutes early for paperwork? They asked me to be there 30 minutes early. Why? Because we got to go over your vitamin list. It's going to take that long. That's what I'm telling you. I am a healthy person. Yet now, as a middle-ager, there's a 50-50 chance that I already have a deadly disease without even doing nothing. It's scary, y'all. And I get to the place where I'm like, what is the actual point? Why do I keep skipping stakes if you keep telling me I'm getting ready to be at the end of my life? I don't know what to believe, y'all. And oh, blah, blah, blah. Stop. I heard you in the back. Don't give me that. Well, think of how much worse you would be if you did partake of it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Stop it. I used to sell that snake oil to my kids all the time. I just want to know the truth. Y'all, that's all I'm wanting to know. And what happened was I went to the doctor, okay? And I... So I had this appointment, been waiting on it. Those of you who follow me on social media know I've been waiting on this appointment to go see my surgeon from last year. I had a big surgery last year. You'll have to go back and listen to some past episodes. You'll hear all about it. But I had this big surgery, was having some problems from it, and this was the appointment. This was the appointment to go and say definitively it's, it's a problem or it isn't, okay? And I had... I had uh, MRIs and a CAT scan, that kind of stuff, to look in depth at this stuff. And so this surgeon was getting ready to tell me. She was getting ready to clear me. I was getting ready to walk out. All is well or not. We didn't know. So she checked. I go into this appointment, right? And she's checking, feeling all on me. Ugh, stop it. But I, hey. But I let you want. I want you to find it. If it's there, you need to find it. I don't want to sneak it up on me. I don't want to be shocked in six months and go, how come you didn't see that? I, I pay you good money to see it. So you need to feel and do and what? I don't care. 
So she checked all over me and she said, all is well, but <gasps> first of all, no one likes a but, y'all. In every conversation that a but appears, they bring bad news. Let's hashtag ban butts. Do you hear me? Yes. I don't, don't tell, if you have a conversation that you get ready to make a sentence and you're going to use a but, rethink telling me. Because it traumatized me. I can't handle it. It traumatizes me. So, what happened, apparently, this but, was that two months ago, two full months ago, when I had this CT scan of my entire abdomen from my rooter to my tutor, and there were some two, actually, significantly sized calcifications of unknown origin. On my ovary. And the radiologist wrote in the report, please follow up with an ultrasound. Okay. This has been literally sitting for two months. And my oncologist didn't even say nothing. You understand? Like, he's the one that ordered it. He didn't say nothing. So, first of all, I go, he didn't ever mention it. So, either it's nothing or now... I'm questioning his competency, requesting verification of his medical degree. Do you understand? Like, what is happening? Like, I'm in this office with this doctor. One minute we are laughing and joking, and the next minute I am possibly facing chemotherapy. You hear? It goes from good to worst in a minute. Are you kidding me? Like, at a middle aged, we don't have the luxury to brush it off. You hear me? Like, I don't have the luxury of going, meh, it's not a big deal. I don't have that luxury. Like, when I was young, I'd be like, ooh, I've had this pain, this bulging pain in my side for three years. I don't even know. Ugh, it's probably nothing, though. Like, you could do that. You can't do that now. You cannot do that now. I'm thinking I'm getting ready to leave this appointment in peace and I'm leaving in having entered the eternity zone. Do you, do you know? You don't know what it is. Unless you're over the age of 45, you don't know what the eternity zone is. I'm telling you. It's that time between being told it's bad and finding out if it actually is. You hear me? So I'm told, hey, these spots, they don't look good. They don't look good, but I don't know exactly what they are. You got to go have it checked out. And you know they can't get you in the same right then, same day service. Nuh uh. No, you got to wait in the eternity zone for a week or more. Sometimes more. Sometimes people have to wait three weeks. I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. You kidding me? Can we get on with it? Like, in the eternity, when you're in the eternity zone, Friends call you, hey, you want to go? No, I can't. I'm, I might be dying, so. You, you understand, like, your whole life is on hold in the eternity zone. You don't know. It's terrifying. It is impossible to think of anything else but the potential for death. I know, right? 
It's so dramatic, but it's true. I can't do nothing about it. I just went to the doctor. That's all I did. I post to. And I asked for prayer online. I was so grateful for all of you who commented and reached out to me. So grateful. I, in fact, I, I rarely even do that because I never want to be that chronically ill person on social media. You all know who I'm talking about. Everything is a thing. It, it's all, it's the end. It's it, you know, they say they went in for breathing problems, possibly a collapsed lung. What do you mean possibly? You don't even know. Stop. Right? You cannot have a collapsed lung every time you go to the doctor. It's a cold. But I'm saying I don't want to be that person, and so that's why I rarely try to post about that kind of stuff. But when I'm in the eternity zone, it's so if I post online and you follow me and I post online, y'all pray for me. Because I'm doing this or that. I'm at the doctor. Y'all need to know that I am teetering on the edge. You hear me? That's why I do it. Because I need y'all's prayer. It ain't just because I want to draw attention. Uh Uh-uh. It's the last place on earth I want to be. And when when I'm in those moments, I, I suspect, I go, you know what? Those people that are chronically ill, maybe there is something to it. Maybe they are. Maybe they do have a collapsed lung. Could be legit. Look where I am. So here's what happened, y'all. I get to this appointment, y'all. And I've been anticipating. It's a week. I had to wait a whole week. And I get to this appointment. Now, listen, I have been in this position before. I have been told, hey, this is serious and we got to take serious action, okay? So it's not like I've never faced it before. It doesn't get easier. So I'm facing this and I am terrified, y'all terrified because you don't even know and in a woman's mind especially middle-aged woman's mind there is no in between there is no it's probably nothing okay that so don't even uh, don't even expect us to think that it's probably nothing because we're not going to it is always going to be something in our mind until we're told otherwise period end of discussion do you hear me Save yourself some time and understand that. So I get to this appointment and I'm in the waiting room and I'm already starting to cry. It, I, like legit cry. Like I don't even really cry. I'm not a crier at all. But I, it just come out of my face. I couldn't stop it. You know how it was just like that whole week of anticipation, anxiousness, unknown, just building up. And it just started coming out of my body. I couldn't, I couldn't stop it. And I said, and those poor women that are in the, you know, you had these women who just there to uh, maybe have a sonogram of the baby or whatever. They're happy. You know, those women, annoying women. Hey, I've been one. I know. And, and they're looking at me like, ooh, you are a buzzkill girl. Ring yourself in. I get you. I know. I would if I could. Do you hear me? And I just want to tell them, I might be dying, okay? Give me a break. So the guy who's going to do my ultrasound, he calls my name. And as soon as he said, Miss Lopez, and he said it in a most gentle, kind, compassionate way, I lost it. There I go again. And my tears are flowing. I'm trying to, and you know, 
in the age of coronavirus, I got this mask on, so now my mask is wet, and it's, it is a mess. And he's like, are, are you okay? I'm like, do I look okay? No, I'm not okay. And furthermore, you tell me if I'm okay. Am I okay? Because that's why I'm here, frankly. Let's get this over with. But at, at this point, y'all, I, we, so we get in a room, right? And I don't know why, but if you've ever had an ultrasound, and I don't know why they keep the light low. They have m- little music, instrumental music playing and maybe some incense, almost like you're getting a massage or something. It's really creepy. I don't know why they do that, but they do. Maybe it was supposed to relax me. It doesn't. It only heightens my anxiety when I'm in there. That's all it does. It feeds it. It feeds it. Because you know why? Because my mind goes, I know what you're trying to do. You will not get through me. Woo. So I am at this point blubbering, y'all. I am blubbering, crying. In this room, this man sends me. I'm so afraid at this point. This man sends me into the restroom because I had to, you know, prepare myself to uh, get this ultrasound. So, he's, you know, they send you in the next room, put this paper gown on, etc. And you And I could hear him it, it was muffled, of course, because there's a door in between us, but I could hear him making a phone call. I vaguely could hear him. And when I come out, there was a, a young lady standing in the room. <laughs> Obviously, she is a witness because he thought I was a complete psychopath, rightly so. At the definitive appointment. Let's see. Also, I totally get you, dude. I I get it. You got to look out for you, man. You're like, I am afraid of this person. I would have been afraid of me too. I would have been afraid of me too. So I am not, I am not dogging you for your decision. I'm just telling you, cut, cut a girl some slack, please. Well, if you have ever had an ultrasound, you know that they sort of move that little wand thing around, okay? They're taking a look around at your insides. They're looking at your innards all around. And they get, they, nowadays, they can see pretty good. You hear me? And then they do all this ominous typing, you know, like, you know. It's disturbing, y'all, because I'm like, what are you, what is it you're typing? Are you sealing my fate? Did you just type, it's over? Call the funeral home. It, let me see what you typed. I don't know what you're typing. And why are you typing so much? If it was nothing, you would just type nothing. N-O-T-H-I-N-G. But no, you keep. Okay? It's frightening. He, he finishes the ultrasound. I'm still blubbering. I'm laying there. Flat on my back, tears just streaming down my face. Like, I cannot stop it. He's like, he lifts me up, right, blubbering, crying. And, I, and I'm apologizing, of course. I'm so sorry. I don't, you know, please forgive me. He says, it's okay, honey. Everything looks normal. I'm like, what about me looks normal right now, dude? Nothing about this situation is normal. I'm going to need you to be a little more specific, please. But he ushers me out, go change your clothes. And then 
you know, when you're on your way to the room, first of all, they go, we also want to get your weight and your blood pressure before we go and set you in the room. I said, you will literally kill me if you tell me either one of the answers to those right now. Do you hear? Don't weigh me and cer- certainly don't take my blood pressure because it is through the roof right now. Like I, you would hospitalize me if you knew what my blood pressure was at this very moment. Why do they do that? You know my blood pressure is going to be through the roof. You tell me I potentially have a deadly disease ravaging my body and you want to see if my blood pressure is within normal range. Are you crazy? Oh, honestly. And then they put you in a doctor room waiting on a doctor, which is literally the worst thing ever in the world. Why am I, you have got me going through all this stuff, all these answers, your whole life flashing before your eyes. And you want to put me in this room by myself, alone with my thoughts, excruciating. And they have posters everywhere, inappropriate posters, I might add, everywhere in the room, all showing different types of tumors, all kinds of tumors and cancers, and this is what it looks like on the inside of your body. All different types. I'm sure I have three of them just by looking at the posters. I know. It's just, it is mentally taxing in that room, y'all. I feel like that, that is what they should do to like soldiers. When you want to get information out of, put them in a room full of potential diseases that they could possibly have. Let them think on that for a while. They'll start to repent and give you the information that you want. I'm telling you the truth. I would. So you're sitting in there contemplating, thinking over all the poor decisions you have ever made in your life, making a mental list of regrets that you have, people that you need to apologize to, that girl back in third grade that you may do a herky when she ain't got no business doing a herky. Y'all know, remember her? I need to apologize to her. You start thinking about things I wished I'd accomplished, but now I never will because it's the end. It's over. And I don't even know, like, how do my friends interact with me? I don't know how they do it. Shauna, you're not dying. I might be. For real, though. And they try to comfort me, and even though they think it's probably nothing, I even have one friend that she's like, you know, it probably is nothing, Shauna, but it is you. So the possibility is real. So I really can't give you a solid encouragement because I'm not so sure, right? So the doctor comes in, y'all, and she says, Shauna, you're normal. Why do people keep saying that? We all know it ain't true. But she, she did this, and she said, we couldn't see anything on the ultrasound, and this is much more reliable than the CT scan. Then she explains... And, and before this, I even had a friend explain this to me, actually. And she said, so when my, my daughter had a CT scan and they found a couple of spots on one of her ovaries, but it turns out when she had the ultrasound that it was shadowing on the CT scan. Like if you move slightly, 
it will cast a shadow and it will look like a solid mass on p- other parts of your body. I'm like, what? Hold on. Th- is this a real th- is this a real thing? Remember when you were afraid of your shadow as a kid? This is the grown-up version of that. Do you hear me? I'm afraid of shadows now. Like it, the, I am crying over a shadow. Is that, are you telling me? Ugh. Like so I'm so stressed out and she's telling me I'm normal. I'm trying to rein myself in. It's just outflowing out of me, outflowing out of me. And here's what she does. This is what my doctor does. She's trying to bring peace. She's trying to calm me down. She's trying to get me in a good place before she sends me out into her lobby to frighten all of her other patients. She's trying to bring me, you know, and she says, I will tell you this. You have lost four pounds since the last time you were here. Oh, did you? Can you say that again? Four, I've lost four pounds. Y'all remember the last time I went? She told me I weighed three pounds more. Now I lost four pounds. Totally worth it, y'all. It was totally worth that whole week. Just for her to say those words to me. Do you hear me? That, that was all worth it, y'all. That was it. It's all I needed. It's all I needed. Shored it back up. But you get, you know, I'm telling you, I get... I get anxious now going to the doctor because it is never good news anymore when you're middle-aged. It's never good news. Woo! That's what I've been doing, though, y'all. That's what I've been doing. And I am nearing my last week of school, y'all, at least for this part of school. I got another part coming up, which we're going to talk about in the coming weeks. I want to give a shout-out to all my football family. They are all traveling right now to Florida okay I'm in Texas for those who don't know and my football family including my own family I am staying behind because I have school to finish up but my whole family they're all on their way right now as this is airing on their way driving to Florida to play in a football national homeschool football tournament shout out to all y'all uh I know what y'all are facing this week and so stay tuned Later on in the week, I'll have another episode, y'all, about my experience when I go on this trip to Florida. Because I have been, and y'all know, I'm getting ready to tell you about it. And they are getting ready to experience it right now, some for the first time. So this is a shout out to y'all. Write me, let me know. Tell me about your middle-aged problems, y'all. What is it you're facing? What? Is it just like me, zero to dying in 10 seconds? Y'all write me. And Shauna at com. I want to hear from you. I need to know what's happening in your life. We're approaching Thanksgiving and the holidays, y'all. Our time here on the program is going to come to an end soon. So we have a lot in store for you until that time comes. But for now, I love you. I ain't above you, but I have had enough of you. Until next time.